Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. He is mightier than the mighty. There is nothing too hard for him to do. Amen. Amen. Uh, mommy did uh, a presentation on our behalf. And um, I want us to do something as a church. Praise God. I know Pastor Dave is also in school. Um, I don't know when he's graduating. He has not told me. If he gives me a sudden information, I will give him a sudden reception. Amen. Amen. But it's, it's heartwarming that... Um, your leaders seek to upgrade themselves. Very soon, Pastor Stanley will also be in school. Amen. Amen. And we will not stop going to school until school stops going through us. Amen. I will still be in school on the last day when I will leave this earth. We are not stopping. It's heartwarming. Amen. I don't say this one to um, look down on anybody, but I've met men of God who are not worth their soul. You see, anointing is good, but anointing does not produce until the bearer of the anointing has developed himself or herself. And that is not just by school. It is you working on yourself. Amen. So that the anointing on you will now have a worthy body to use. Praise God. Knowledge has something to do with our spiritual enlightenment. And it, it makes you a bit better. Sincerely speaking, if you go through any study and there's no change in you, then there's a problem. In fact, that problem is more than witchcraft. But when you keep on going, you see, as the light keeps on shining, then the darkness also keeps on dissipating. But when you keep on studying, the light the word of God, the light of dominion will begin to penetrate into you and begin to bring about changes. And there is something that happens in your being. I want to encourage everyone of you to seek to learn. I do not believe in specialization. I believe in broad scope when it comes to knowledge. Praise God. So don't say I'm not a pastor. No, you are a Christian. That is what makes a pastor. You can't be a pastor without being a Christian. And you cannot be made a pastor when you are not active. 
as a Christian. So all of us must learn to work on ourselves. There are many, many avenues for you to grow. If you don't have anywhere to go, this is where to go. The Bible. A few years ago, I ran into a bend-down boutique bookshop. It was a bookshop, but it's on the floor. <laughs> and I saw a book. I showed it to pastor and he was able to get copies to buy. It is called the Portable Seminary. What is inside that book is sufficient for you to graduate with a master's degree. So if you are disciplined, you can be working on that one alone and nobody will give you a certificate but you are certificated on your inside. Anywhere you stand, you will show. So please, don't, 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 don't go to law school before you know a little law so that one lawyer will not confuse you. <laughs> I like everyone to keep on reading. Especially the young ones in your, at your age, you must learn and learn more until when you get old because when you get old so many things are engaging your mind and you may not be as active as you want to be so do it now do it now I called our son David the young man that came in from our family in Nigeria and I told him I said look after this master's program don't sit down Go ahead with a PhD program. You can be working and be doing it. Maximum five years, you'll be done because you are working. Suspend certain things about your life and get what you want to get. When you get to where you want to be, then what you suspended will be coming by themselves. So everybody go to school. Amen. Everybody. And there's one person here who is called everybody. And he knows himself. Everybody go to school. <laughs> Praise God. We want to congratulate uh, the pastor and the wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is not it is not because she's a wife, but because she also went to read. And that's why we have cause to be congratulating ourselves as we keep on advancing. They say the sky is the limit. The sky is not the limit. Because we are not under the sky. So don't join them when they are speaking rubbish. Don't join them. The sky is not our limit. We are not under the sky. We are beyond the sky. So don't join them. Don't join them. I thank God for all the investment that you've made in this work. If you want to quantify the thing in money terms, I remember I told him, I said, why don't you finish before Pastor Mrs. Osu go in there because of the children's school? He said, the Lord will provide. When I look at the financial involvement, it was, it was alarming. But here we are today. Here we are today. 
Hallelujah. I put a message on our page and part of it said there shall be greater expectation and greater what? Greater what? Investment. So we are waiting for we are waiting for it. Amen. Welcome to work. A new dimension of what? Of working. Praise God. Congratulations. We are waiting for the certificates. Are they in now? As when they come, we'll show to the church. And everybody will know. Let the younger ones pick some fire from here. And any one of you who read accounting, I don't know why by now you are not pursuing a professional degree. They ask you, your certificate say BSc accountant, so what? They won't employ you. They will not. That was a huge mistake people made some years ago when this UPSA was IPS. I'm, I'm, I'm at University of Ghana. It was as if those who didn't do well to be able to go to university were the ones that went to IPS. And they were writing their professional exams you know, with bodies in UK. And before you know, they said this one has intermediate. Intermediate of what? That is the middle of the two. And then they go to work with intermediate and you have a degree and they give me salary much more than yours. And you say you are a graduate. They say, put that one under the bed. Professional. So a lot of the people we have in our mainstream business circles, they came from that school. If there's any school that has blessed Ghana so much, it is that school. Where is it? Where am I pointing to? Uh-huh. You know? That's good. In fact, people from the villages were attending that school because my own people attended that school. So your first degree is not enough. Okoye, a year, my friends are accounting now. Now, people economics Do a first degree in economics and then have your professional accounting certificate and do a master's program in economics. If you must go to central bank and have proper positioning without economics, nobody will put you there. Doesn't matter how much of grammar you speak. So be, be exploring to know how you can expand your coast. We will find time for that sometime to come. We invite someone to educate us. Praise God. MBA is one trap. Sorry. My language, I beg you, in the name of Jesus, forgive me. This is my, my mouth. But it's not a trap. Now, you see, when you have MBA, you think that you are a professional. But you are not. So seek to be a professional in all the fields that you can think about. Anywhere you want to go. You can go and read law. With whatever degree you have now, go and read law. You can go and go, go and read medicine. Because if Osu was uh, my uh, biochemistry something he was making money but he went to read medicine at a very high cost and he excelled friends let us seek excellence 
So congratulations for the pursuit of excellence. Amen. Good. Now, this morning, I thought of sitting down to talk because I want to tell you something. Is it, I like this, your dress today. Oh. oh, when she appeared, I was at the back. When she appeared, I was wondering who was coming. Glory to God. I should say it now. Amen. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Why, why are you laughing? You can't look on your own. Uh-huh. Your own fine. Your own fine. Amen. All right. So maybe along the line, I may sit down. Uh, Abraham, when I sit down, bring that thing down and capture because I want to do something. Amen. Praise God. Please sit down. You are not just a lover of Christ. He loves you so much. Don't try to sit down. Okay? Should I allow you to go? That's the only fireman we have here. If he doesn't sit down, there's fire now. There won't be any. Please sit down. <laughs> welcome them, welcome them, welcome them. Hallelujah. Now, we have been talking about, about evangelism, and there's something very crucial. There is something we cannot leave behind if we want to be effective in soul winning. We can't do without. You know, it says in Zechariah, which chapter is that? The Lord says, My cities shall by prosperity spread alright can you give that one to us Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17 Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17 let's look at that one then I take you on a little journey we'll be done in a very short while please remove that thing from there thank you We are looking at one of the reasons why God has chosen to bless us financially. And one of that reasons, or one of those reasons, is sowing. Hallelujah. Again proclaim saying, that says the Lord of hosts, my city shall again spread out through prosperity. Shall what? Again. Shall what again? So, from that, whatever level that we get to, we there's a need for a push by the power of prosperity to get the next level. And you evangelism, now, going to the next place becomes a problem. You hear scar for ministry. We hear scar for one casa of personal evangelism. In the best way, you share a dear bakuan in Tianyan Kupon, one maiska. No gusuae maiska. As I dear no bakuan may come as a year, a career, any a hini moon tray that the kingdom 
will expand, enlarge. And we are talking about enlargement in this year. My city shall again spread out through prosperity. And, and this is all around prosperity, not just financial. All around prosperity. The Lord will again comfort Zion and will again choose Jerusalem. <laughs> he will comfort Zion. The Lord will keep on comforting you. He has chosen you to be the apple of his eye. He will keep on comforting you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Right. Now, God's program is such. Therefore, God began to prepare concerning this situation for so many years. So, we'll do a little travel from Genesis 15. We'll travel from there and come to Exodus. And then we may reach the final day, which is today. I'm not saying Christ is coming today. The final day in my consideration. In the young call. Genesis uh, is chapter 15 of Genesis um, the passage talks about God's covenant with uh, Abraham I wouldn't want to go through the elements over there. It will take all of our time today. But while just about the time they were cutting, that's how it is called, cutting covenant. Just about the time they were cutting covenant, God told Abraham something very, very instructive. It should make you understand something. That you are also able to know what God has intended for you far before you get there wodi nyankopon nanti ya otmi bie wani ma hu nema e be si wa brabom an sakrana akwa ko dru ho now can we have uh, verse 13 and verse 14 genesis chapter 15 Then he said to Abraham, No, certainly that your descendants will be no certainly there is no doubt about it your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them 400 years. Was it who said, Was it for a bequaque, a hoho, an inqua, a war, or man be so? Now, a better tower, umbersum or mano, now be doing ya in fear a hanging 400 years. 400 years that was several years before it took place he knows the very end from the beginning he knows all what concerns you so why do you go to someone to begin to see your future for you when you live in your future if you live in Christ you are living in your future so why must somebody, a human being, now begin to receive from God to tell you where you live? What to that him? What Christ to that Christ in you, the hope of what? Glory. And he said, It can come in any form, but it is there for you. Hallelujah. 
Now let's 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 go on. Let's read the next verse. Uh-huh. And also the nation whom they serve, I will judge. Listen to me. Anywhere you have served, you have labored, you have put in your 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 talents and everything, and men have refused to pay you back. We command the release. The release of whatever is due you must come to you in the name of Jesus Christ. Or not labor for others to eat of it. Many of us have labored in various places, and all we heard was, God bless you. Just like the way we treat people. Somebody comes to you, he wants a little money for some food. And you said, the Lord feeds you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The feeling is in your pocket. Why that long prayer? This is a hiada. And he has come to you. You don't know anything that even one city could lead someone into a moment of praise because there is nothing. But the one city can get him some water, can get him some bread. That's all the person leaves to see the next moment. And now you now lay hands and begin to. The man is even hungry. You are still laying your hands on the person. The weight of your hand alone is enough to make it more hungry. I feel our anointing banner don't say what truth you are. We are in chaos. Yeah, shema, shema, shema. I will yes to demo. When you go back and go born, you should see a toe. Praise God. And many don't even remember what you did. Rather, they speak evil about you. The Lord remembers you today. Whatever is due, you must come back to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Afterward, they shall come out with great possessions. Now, you see, I like the King James. He says, they will not come back empty. They won't get out from that place empty. So, it is forbidden by God that you should labor and go empty. When you were working for them, they were excited, they were happy. Even when you are supposed to go and leave, they say, don't go. It's time for them to say goodbye to you. It is letter. It is what? Words that have no foundation. Letter. Can't scour the few office where I couldn't feel quite a problem. We say we are doing nothing. Men seek to oppress people. Men seek to make people sad. Men seek to make others bow to them at all times. You will keep on working and you will not be recognized. Today marks the end of that one. Wherever that thing is hiding or hidden by men, it shall come forth to you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Sometimes when you think about some of these things, you get so offended that you want to curse people. Your curse will not do anything. Let God handle the matter for you. 
Amen. Obi nim kwa onam su kwa okosun ade. But he wants to sap your energy and your intelligence and everything. Your potential. He wants to sap everything. Oh yeah, oni nyaminko. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Incidentally, believers are also involved in this kind of thing. It is a murder. It is what? You kill people because you ate their blood. If somebody is working for you, be careful. Like, don't sap the blood of that person and bid him welfare. I mean, farewell. Fare thee well. The Lord shall go with you. Don't do it. You'll be cursing yourself. Those of you who are in business, the businessman, I'm telling you this one today. If you maltreat your employees, you have cursed your business. It will never be well with you. I'm not the one saying it. It won't be well. You will gather and everything will drop. Why? Because somebody sighs. Hmm. And God knows why the person is sighing. God responds to the sigh of the poor. So be very careful. Those who are multitudinous, their wives. Just because she is your wife. She can't own anything. Everything is you. Whether you like it or not, you will die before that woman. Lord, she will inherit you. And get up from that your coffin. I cannot make noise. It's not prophecy. I'm stating a fact. Truth. The oppressor will never go free. And God showed that one here. They will be oppressed. But they won't come out empty. They will not come out empty. What kind of service was that? Whatever was due them for 400 years. In fact, 430 years as it came to be later. God made them to pick it in one night. One what? One night. So stop crying. Hook up to God. And then you will see what God wants. I want to see that now. Clearly, I will not be. I will not be here for too long. It's just that um, I want to be at ease. Amen. The nation whom they serve, I will judge. A young man did something against me and my family. I was holding money that we needed so much, holding it. Year 2010. So it got to a time when I got provoked. So I stood in my room in the night. I called his name and I expressed my anger to God and suddenly he was afflicted but I was the same person that went to pray for him to take him out of hospital now this scripture here and also the nation whom they serve I will judge I'll bring them to the point of accountability. So wherever you are serving, serve with all sincerity and honesty. Oh, summa sumiye for akuma esum. 
na wanya yankopon amwa waye waye den wayi aten amon I was suddenly called one day that he was at the hospital and I, I got disturbed. So I told my wife, let's go to that place. He looked at me, I said, let's go. Went there. I called him before we got there. When he heard my voice, he didn't know whether to answer or not answer. It had been some months, some months too many months. I'm just with the hospital. Later he told me, he said he didn't know whether to ask the earth to receive him. Just open, make an enter. He just didn't know how to meet with me. But I went there. When we got there, I asked him to come and embrace me. He came and embraced me, and I prayed for him. And I said, Go, go home. Tell the doctor you are discharged, so go home. And then my wife spoke to him in Hausa that God is giving you a second chance to live better. Now, when your heart is pure in your service, you have God on your side to stand for you at all times. It doesn't matter who is involved. And there is something about this God, He cares for the needy. He cares for the poor. He cares for the orphans. So if you have somebody's child living with you and you think you must oppress the child, go ahead and do it. It will never end up with you. Well, I have seen over and over again people like that, their end is so miserable. All manner of more treatment that goes on. Be careful. When they see somebody is an orphan, be very careful. Obia Janka, Shiye. Or when you are Kumano. Yes, Obia, Obia, widow, widow, Kunania, Shiye. You can say Obia, Eye. Um, somebody is handicapped in life and also in, on, on, all those ones be careful they may not have the strength to stand against you but there's someone who stands for them somebody who is doing some menial work in your office he sweeps the place you don't know that one that person you cannot sweep with all your sitting down in all these kind of chairs and turning yourself around your, your, your waist is already locked it's locked up you can't bend to sweep. Even when you try, you may collapse on the, on the way. And somebody is in that one, you look down on that person and you begin to maltreat the person. Whatever is due to the person, a salary won't give to that person. Careful. 
Dr. Edipo has one book, the um, Covenant Wealth. There's a chapter, he calls that chapter the missing link. And that missing link is about the way you treat your people. The way you treat people in your life, those that you come across, what you do to them. If you want the wealth of God program for your life to be yours, that you enjoy, be careful the way you relate with people. Just because you There's one that fights for those people. So be careful. Be what? You would think that oh, after all, nothing has happened. It's about ten years now. Nothing has happened. <laughs> Is there in Akan this language they say something it is ahead of you there you'll definitely go and meet it maybe tomorrow maybe 10 years time but you'll still go and meet it and at that point you begin to ask yourself why Dave can you reach the ground allow Pastor Dave to come allow him uh, make sure it is in uh, Exodus Chapter 15. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's be extremely careful about the way we do things. Now, as we go ahead, you will discover that they actually had Israel in their midst. In the wisdom of God, who wanted to groom a nation that he was going to use to affect the world. And that nation he found in Abraham. He found that nation in who? Abraham. And so his descendants were going to become a nation of God that God will use. Adam and Eve failed him. Many others failed him until he got to Abraham. And he said, I'm going to make you a nation. I'll make you a nation. Chapter 12 of Genesis. I'll make you a nation. I'll bless you and make you a blessing. And he says, every nation that stands against you, I will curse. Whoever curses you, I will do what? I will curse. Whoever blesses you, I will do what? I will bless. He said, by you and through you, all the nations of the earth are going to be blessed. Powerful covenant that we came to inherit through Christ. When you read Galatians chapter 3, 13, 14, you come to understand that one. Abraham and Israel God in his wisdom carried Israel and planted Israel a nation at that time when Jacob moved to Egypt those that went with him together with himself there were 70 people we'll read that one from Exodus 1 70 people and God planted them there. The greatest nation at that time in the world, at that period, was Egypt. The most developed nation was Egypt. And God carried his people and buried them in the heart of Egypt. Baby, I want to go to the 
Babia Oa, Osum as a foba, Mawakuma and Coho, Nan Yabit may be a ye, Nan Shen and Copo Juma, any new panel or two or more honour, or time swan, Yamadu Baku, a professor of Doko. Hallelujah. We are so for now, she will be asking our smart who said, Brief Baba, also be sorry. All diligence. I can say about me, I never rose against any of my leaders. Not one of them. You can check. Check in Nigeria, check in Ghana here. I don't. If I don't want to stay with you, I go. After I'm the one that came. You didn't bring me. I, I don't have any problem with that one. I came. You didn't bring me. If I, I'm not comfortable, I will just give you a letter. Thank you for all the good things you've done for me. I'm leaving. Simple. And I don't leave with the intent of breaking your church. Never. Ask him, he will tell you. Ask my wife. When I was leaving Tema, leaving WCG, I was then in Tema. When I was leaving that place, somebody came to me and showed me a place where I could run a church. I said, no, if I start church in this place, that church will also break down. I won't do it. Let God be the one who will promote you. It is not you promoting yourself. We are sorry, Penny. Now we are Juma. Fanyamisro, Faye Juma. We are sorry, but now we are Juma Fanyamisro, and yes, I Juma. But Bien, you are Obequa, F. The way we live with you here, you may not find it anywhere. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not saying anybody's trumpet, no. The way you have access to your pastors here, you may not have the same access when you are in some other places. That before you see your own pastor, you know God day. You have easy access to us. Sometimes you misbehave. I look at you and I watch you. And I don't want to get angry with you because when I do, it will affect you. I didn't do that to my people, my leaders. So you can't do that one to me and go free. But I will not say anything. But Just make sure you have a clear case. And if you are a man here, just make sure that you are with your wife, no matter what happens. For you to look beyond your wife and find another woman somewhere makes you a beast. It makes you what? What about your That's what I'm saying. So, what you when you are walking, I walk. I walk. I 
tell you. They will discipline you, I'm telling you the truth. Praise God. So in whatever you are doing, just make sure you do your part as due you by God. And let God be the one to stand with you and then make things happen. So you don't serve God on the basis of how somebody else is serving God. They didn't do this, so I will not do it. No. While you still have the opportunity here, make sure you do the best that you have to do. When God takes you somewhere else, you go and continue and do the best that you have to do for that same kingdom of God. It is just one kingdom. God went to bury Israel in the enemy camp, if you like. So maybe where you are, you are going through so many challenges, you may think you are in the enemy's camp. Don't worry. By the time you are going out of that place, you will be better than how you came in. And you got the cocoa price on them. Now both. Also, one who will be asked on Coprami. You know, you buy them for a certificate in church and for a phone. Me, what certificate? What do you say? We are saying, I have a certificate. I go to Jumla. Huh? What certificate? Yeah, Papa. And so, Bromidia. And so, come a box. They are there. They couldn't complain. They couldn't resist the water. They couldn't do anything. They just submitted themselves to water. So your certificate is not the issue. It is your candidature in the kingdom that we are talking about here. So you do what you are supposed to do. And do it with a cheerful heart. Marry with cheerfulness and honesty. Serve somebody in somebody's business with honesty. Sincerity of heart. Take it as your own business and work it out. When God begins to bless you, even your leader will ask God to add more to you. Because he will know. And Potiphar saw that God had blessed him because of who? Joseph. He saw it. Your bosses, they know. They know that God is blessing them because of they know it. Some of them are ungrateful. doesn't matter. They are not the reason why you are there. You are there because God sent you there. So just do your work, glorify God and let them do whatever they are doing. Are you there? You are a nation that God has planted where you are. He wants to groom you and bring you out to make you more profitable. When you are in an environment that is not that comfortable, so to say, please, do your work. With joy. What what? When you leave, even your mates will say good things about you. That's the reason why I said we are taking time. I saw the opportunity in the night, you know, while I was considering the service this morning to share this with you. I don't call it teaching. I call it life. We are visiting our lives. We are looking at our lives again to see how best we can handle things. All right. So, um, God had told Abraham like that. He said they are going to be in servitude for 400 years. Now, after that one, I will visit them and I will bring them out. And they will not live empty-handed. They will be living 
they'll be living with abundance. And that's what happened. 400 years came, and we'll go to Ezra chapter 1. 400 years came and passed. And the people were there. That's one other lesson you must learn today. There's something God has said about you. Don't be a f- someone that sits on the fence. No, don't. Be one who is watching over what God has said. Because he watches over his world to perform it. So you must watch over God's promises to make sure they come to pass. So what God has said concerning your life, you must be working on it. Now Israel had forgotten what their fathers told them. What Abraham must have told them. That this is the covenant between us and God. You go into captivity, but after 400 years you come out. But they were there. They were suffering. And they were not talking. They were weeping in their corners. Until the day came when they began to call on God. The God of Abraham, have mercy upon us. We are suffering here. Why was God not doing anything? What was he waiting for? Then cast not your pearl before swine. And to a near me who hear what Enko to pray for him. No, at the Timothy, he has a pimwaka home. So God will expect you to place value on what He has said concerning your life, and you must remind Him of what He has said. Has He forgotten? No. Is that impressions you? Yes. Show it. When you begin to talk to him, Father, I thank you because you said this concerning my life. And I know that you are a faithful God and it's surely coming to pass. I want to bless you because I shall not be like I am now. When he hears your voice. Now all these, Nipamru, Nipamru, Memamru, Enyampaibo. Nanka, I, um, I've heard the example of testimony of my who is we say, hey, my neighbors, neighbors, everybody come. Neighbors cannot put it off. If the devil has intended to destroy you, Satan, they cannot fight him. It takes God's hands. So the one you call is God Himself. So when you begin to tell the Lord, this is not the way you made me. This is not the way you made me. What I'm going through now is not in your nature. You are not the one doing this. The enemy is doing something. Arise, O Lord, and let my enemy be what? Scattered. Arise. And you begin to take back what he said concerning you. Present the same to him. You said this one and you are very faithful. Honor your word, O Lord. And then you see it happening. But they were quiet. So 30 more years came before they were able to get out of that place. God said, I have seen. Let's go, let's go, let's go there. Let's go there. Very fast. You know where it is. You have your Bible with you there? Those are the consoles. Yeah? Exodus? Chapter what? One? When God has a program for your life, no human being can stop you. It's very interesting. Take your time and read chapter 1 and you understand what we are talking about here. The work of the enemy from the very beginning was to make sure that that nation 
They didn't do well. But look at something here. It's very important. Very important. Chapter 1 of Exodus. Let's do some quick reading here. Good. He has given us verse 7. Now look at verse 5. And all the souls that came out of the loins of Jacob were 70 souls for Joseph was in Egypt already. And Joseph died and all his brethren and all the that generation, everybody gone. All the people that you knew and you know are gone. The party that you were connected to that promised you heaven on earth, gone. Joseph died. His brethren died. That generation died. And this was now a generation that was going to suffer. And the children of Israel were fruitful. They increased abundantly and multiplied. Please take note of those words there. You know, Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly, multiplied, and grew exceedingly mighty. And the land was filled with them. I I'd like you to understand something there. They were fruitful. This is all around fruitfulness. The work of their hands, fruitful. Their bodies, fruitful. Their mind, fruitful. Everything about them was fruitful. Not, not, everything, they were fruitful. They increased abundantly in substance. And then they multiplied in numbers. And they grew exceedingly mighty strength. Mighty in battle. Mighty in exploits. They could not be dismissed. They could not be ignored. They could not be put down. I like the last part of it. And the land was filled with them. The land was what? Filled with them. That is not just numbers. That is influence. It's not just numbers. It's not everywhere you went to, they were there. No. Their impact was heavy. Their presence was threatening. They, they saw them and they knew these ones were different. That kind of imposing presence, not just in numbers, but in effect and impact. That's the way God blesses his people. All run fruitfulness. So much impact. You can't ignore them. They are there. You have to know them whether you like it or not. Now, now, go ahead. And there arose a new king over Egypt who did not know Joseph. Is this, is this statement correct? Is it just that he didn't know Joseph? 
There was a new king who had no moral connection with Joseph. But not that he didn't know. He's not, it's not this time that we say things and we forget. They write things. You have them writing things. Writing started from there. From Egypt. Writing. Paper production began from that end. So it's not possible that the, the king will come and would say, I have not heard anything about Joseph. But he was not morally connected to that man. There was no relationship. So he didn't care who his descendants were. The importance of, the, of, of uh, Joseph did not affect him directly. And see what he brought Abraham come no buyer. Not Joseph. Old Dini Juma. Amma is Egypt. That man was not there. So many generations. There will always be a king who may not know Joseph. If your life is depending on human beings, Nipedria, human beings, Nipedria, a time will come when someone else will come up and wouldn't know you. If in your office you are depending on your connections with people, a time will come when those ones will not be there. But this God can never be a past tense. He's always there. So why don't you connect with him and then he will connect you with others? You connect with God, he connects you with other people. He will raise men and women on your behalf. Man may deceive you, that is one. But man may not want to deceive you, but he doesn't have control over himself. He has no power to say no to death. So all of you go to bed after some great time of conversation and promises and things like that. And the man has proved to be one who always fulfilled the promise that he gives. But he went to bed and couldn't wake up. Then a Bushya Penny will come or someone will succeed him. And you go to that person. You see, brother, your, your brother, my friend, eh, told me so and so and so and so and so and so. And that person will tell you, so unfortunately, sir, is it, is it written? He said, no. He said, we cannot accept that one. We cannot accept that one. In fact, even the land he gave to you, we are taking it back. Because there's no evidence that he gave it to you. He only said it. If you have a very wicked person, he will show you that he never knew the person you knew. Even though he knew that you were a friend. So you can't depend on human beings. It is God who does not fail. It is who? So don't depend on any human being. That they will disappoint you. All right. Now, so this new king decided to make sure that Israel ceased to exist. He was threatened by their presence, their might, their numbers, their influence. Where they lived, which was given to them by the Pharaoh of that time, 
because of the connection between him and Joseph, called Goshen, was a nation within a nation having a different government. Different operations. The economy was different. Everything in Goshen was different from the one that existed in Egypt. When there was darkness in Egypt, there was light over there. Everything in Goshen was heaven on earth. But the people were enslaved. They moved them out of Goshen to go and work in several places. Building monuments in Egypt. And the taskmasters were indeed taskmasters. Has God forgotten his people? No. He said, I'm the Lord. I will neither leave you nor forsake you. So don't ever ask, where is God? He's always with you. Why is he watching me? Through that one, you'll get to another level of greatness. You should be able to handle your affairs when you are left to be on your own. He will make you go through some challenges, but those challenges are meant for your lifting. When you are going through challenges, don't cry. What did we do? Media Miko Yi Bodia Bodi. The offense are no. I'm a miss with me, Nim said, Umbebu. Oh, they are present our pay. And you are no better what we are with you, dear. It does a median, I mean, to me, I suffered. We suffered. Even to go to school. She did everything to make sure my father wouldn't send us to school. I've told you part of my story before. But in all these things, the one who watches over Israel, who does not sleep nor slumber, was watching. I was not a Christian, but he had a program for me. He is the one who has watched over you in this life. Before you came to know who God is, he has been watching over you. He protected you. He shielded you because he has an assignment for your life. And that is why you are here today. So you cannot look back. You've got to look forward. All the challenges that you went through are meant to sharpen you and make you better. Amen. Amen. Train station. In train, no bar. Never land here. No one is smart. A rat train. No one cover baby. You, 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 no train station, no akoda. And so it happened to many of us in different, at different levels. But all these things, God was watching. He had program for you. So while you are here today, all you've got to do is lift up your hands and begin to bless the name of the Lord. That He watch over you, that you are who you are today, and there's a greater tomorrow that He is leading you into. 
your moment of triumph will sound so loud that even the devil himself will hear it. So don't give up. Don't what? Don't give up. There's a bright light in your clouds. Don't ever give up. In chapter 2, God sent Moses to them. And while he was talking to Moses, he said, I'm sending you to go and deliver these people. They are my people. I know what they are going through. I've heard their cries. You go and get them for me. Moses made all manner of excuses. It didn't matter. God told him, when you are bringing them out, they will not come empty. I will give them favor before the Egyptians that they will give to them whatever they ask for. Otherwise, can you imagine? I will be in the bush for some time. Now, bush say, gold, silver, And they gave stupidly so because the thing actually belonged to them. It's absurd for you to think about that one. The one who is a slave would be going somewhere that you don't even know about. Going to serve a God you have never seen before. And he says, give me gold. Give me this. Give me that. And they gave everything to them. And the Bible said that night they spoiled Egypt. So they, they left Egypt in a deficit position. Financially, they weakened them. They took great substance from them. And those things belonged to them. They labored for it. And God had to give it to them. You have labored. God will give you what is due you. In the name of Jesus Christ. And that scripture is repeated in chapter 11. And in chapter 12, the fulfillment of it. You will not go free. You will enjoy the things that you have been denied of. And God gave them abundance. In the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the wilderness. There were no supermarkets over there. Were there any? Huh? None. So where were they carrying the money and all those precious things? No market for them to go and change. That this is a piece of gold. Can you give the currency that we are using here? Nothing like that. But God had a program for their lives. So when you go all the way to chapter 35, if I beginning from 30 going, you will discover God beginning to tell Moses, you are going to build a tabernacle for me in the wilderness. Build what? A tabernacle, a tent, if you like, a temple for me in the wilderness. Ask them to give. Would God have, would he have asked them to give when they, were, they had nothing to give? No. That comes back to you. The reason why you have money or God has blessed with money, major reason is for you to give back to the kingdom. One will preach about these people got offended, they get offended. So many of us as ministers, we don't want to talk about this money issue. But when we talk, you lose color, you, 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 you get angry, you get offended. They, now, the devil now hold press conference with you. 
They have started. They have started again. They are coming for our money. These are viruses that are attacking us now. No. No. Whatever you carry today, if you keep on eating from that thing, it will finish. Whatever you carry today, even if it's in the bank, somebody can swindle you. The one on your mobile phone, they pick it. The one in your house, they break through and pick it. They know when you go out. When they target you, all these guys, when they target you, they will take time to steady your movement. They know when you leave the house and when you come back. They strike when you are not there. Even when you are there, they are intimidating presence. The weapons they carry, the rest of them, you better give it to them and they save your life than to begin to hustle. It is for a purpose. Somebody's school fees is the reason why God gave you money. Somebody's school fees. You are the Obi Adrian Nsika Abreu. Nakomo Nsika Wawo. Obi school fees ever ho. Obi Dansika ever ho. And when it is time for them to take it, God will prompt you: attend to this one, attend to that person. And when we hear these things, we we'll begin to rebuke the devil. Get behind me, Satan! It is not Satan. God is collecting his money. What he gave to you. Is what he's asking, just a portion of it. To glorify himself and also give you beauty. He gave Israel, and when the time was due, he gave it to them. I can't go with, along with the scriptures now because it's quite late now. When Moses asked them to bring, he said, those who are willing. God said, tell them, those who are willing to bring. And they began to bring. And they brought and brought and brought. But there were people who refused to bring. It got to a point they had even given too much. Yet there were those who refused. Those were the people who had to use their money to build the calf of gold. Aaron, who didn't see what Moses saw, but only heard the narration of it, could not stand the pressure of the people. And those who had gold on them were the ones, many of them did not give out. So much to learn from the life of Israel. So we don't repeat what they did. Where they went wrong, we should not. That same God has not changed. He's the same God. Whatever he did for them, he can do for us and many times more. It is for us to also walk in a way that God will be able to do what he wants to do. So in our quest to win souls, the issue of money comes in. And I brought you that way so that you will know God's nation that will affect the world was they were given the opportunity to reap from Egypt the best of things for them to invest same in the kingdom. It is your turn. It is my turn to invest in the kingdom of God. And when we invest in that kingdom, it is in the good soil that will produce. Because 
is our duty now. It is our time. God has not changed. But know something to ensure you don't see shame. Can you imagine David say, he's saying something very interesting in um, 1 Chronicles 29, I think. He said, because I've set my affection. I've set my affection. Is it verse 2? I've set my, my, I've set my affection. On, eh? 29. Yes, verse 2, I think. Can you check it for me? Is that verse 2? 1 Chronicles 29. Verse 3, eh? Yeah, he said, moreover, you know, go to two. Now for the house of my God, I have prepared with all my might. With all what? My might. It's not an easy thing. Gold for things of gold, things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, bronze for things of bronze, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood, only stones, stones to be set, Glistening stones of various colors, all kinds of precious stones, and marble slabs in abundance. Yes. Moreover, beyond this that I have gathered from the church, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have set what? My affection. I love the things of God. I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house. My own special treasure of gold and silver. And then he went on and on and on. It is the affection issue. How much love do you have for God? And for his work. So develop love for his work. This is how far I've brought you today. I'd like you to take your time and read and pray that you are an instrument of blessing. God is grooming you for times of expression. When men are cast down, then you shall say, there's what? A lifting up. It doesn't come by chance. It comes because from where? It comes because you have invested your life and your resources in the kingdom, and God cannot trust you. What I said is this that some of us here, God cannot trust us with one million cities. 
But if he does that one, Christ will have to come and die again. But where you will go to, prayer may not be able to bring you back. When we visit, you won't even allow us to enter your house. We just with one million. You become a universal donor to everywhere and to everybody. That will not be your story in the name of Jesus Christ. Stretch forth your right hand, lift it before the Lord, and say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I submit myself to you in all your ways, in all my ways. I express my love for you, my affection for the kingdom, and for the work of the kingdom. Whatever you bless me with, this my hand, shall feed the kingdom invest in the kingdom shall help people make them see your presence in the name of Jesus Christ and I say concerning my hand that it shall never be empty according to your word whatever this hand does shall prosper in the name of Jesus you are preparing me for a greater time like than what I'm seeing today I will not fail you because you don't fail me I give you praise Lord in Jesus name Amen Hallelujah Now.